Coming up this week on Unpicked. If you're going to talk about science, then it's like a non-conversation. Science is in such a way that it is either fact or fiction. Oh. What area do you think is the most dangerous in London right now? Probably somewhere north. Okay. Especially when you think about the fact that men have been so used to having a say and being the ones that decide, yeah. and then you're now telling them, you lot are trash. You think they're going to take that line down? Mm. No, they're not. They're going to say what they want to say. Wagwan peeps, it's Venom, what you saying? Alongside my home slice, Sammy to the Zane. When she and I get together on the poddy, ask anybody, the vibes are insane. Join our family and feel free to come by. Be on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yeah. New drop on the way every Monday at 6. Tune in and come see what we unpick. <laughs> I saw a clip from Piers Morgan's um, Uncensored show right i've seen two clips from him recently I'm, I'm interested to which one it was the one to do with transgender women being recognized mm-hmm. on international women's day mm-hmm. and they had two women on there one black woman i forget her name and a white woman i forget her name but i will give them their credit in the description or whatever um, is this women or transgender women I believe they were both cis women. The Caucasian lady was supporting why transgender women can, uh, should be celebrated and recognised on International Women's Day and the black lady wasn't. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And obviously Piers Morgan was um, uh, agreeing with the black lady. And the black lady said something really interesting that sparked my interest. Mm -hmm. She was like, Mm -hmm. back in the day, in order for you to be approved to go through the transgender the transgender or the gender reassignment you had to be diagnosed with gender dysmorphia yeah mm-hmm. which is a mental health yeah i don't want to call it an illness because it doesn't feel right you know but concern it, mental uh, health. it was a it's a uh, real it was a real health condition let's call it that so it's a real health condition that's how she put it anyway whereas now in today's time, people just have to say that they feel like they or they want to be something else and they get to be. And mm-hmm. so she was like saying that men there was there's two there's two genders. You're either a man or a woman biologically. Mm-hmm. And so therefore, for that reason, transgender men shouldn't be recognized on International Women's Day. The Caucasian lady was like, she did say there's two genders, right? But she also mm-hmm. was like, yeah, but if you identify as another gender, then you should be able to celebrate that gender's whatever, right? And it had me thinking about something that I tried to convey when we spoke about it last time, but I couldn't convey. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I ha- okay, I have nothing against anyone or even the transgender community at all but I feel like when it comes to matters of biological women transgender Mm -hmm. women shouldn't have a say or a right in those conversations and I am beginning to feel like women biological women's rights are being tampered with or eradicated by the transgender women, women. Or woman movement 
because yeah that's how I feel and let's call a spade a spade a transgender woman is a biological man and I find it quite interesting that women have been fighting for equality through the feminist movement for so long and now these biological men have rights over our autonomy and over our human rights and over our equality and over our um our things that's the easiest way for me to put it i.e international mm-hmm, women's mm-hmm. day the whole point of international women's day is to recognize women biological women so yeah and i know that people are gonna like i, kn- I know what i'm saying is gonna come across or i'm gonna be painted a certain type of way i'm gonna be painted as transphobic but as a biological woman, I'm really starting to feel like, okay, women are fighting for equality and fighting for a say, but we're losing our mm-hmm. voice. We're losing our voice to biological men who have, yeah, uh, who feel like they should be reassigned into being a woman or who may genuinely suffer from the gender dysmorphia that, originally needs to be diagnosed in order for you to have the the change in the first place mm-hmm. i think i think that the fact that people can um self-identify isn't isn't an issue it can be abused it means mm-hmm. that it means that it can be abused but yeah. it's not an yeah, yeah. issue yeah but i think that what can present itself as an issue is that being a trans person goes both ways. A, a man can transition to a woman, a woman can transition to a man. Yeah. Many women have transitioned to, That's to be right. men. Yeah. But women transitioning to be men has no impact basically on men's rights. It has no impact on on everybody's understanding of what it means to be a man. That's right. Socially or or otherwise, whatever yeah. that may you know, whatever way up, down, whatever. Mm-hmm. It doesn't change anything for men. It, I, I, it doesn't even afford us the equalities that women, or sorry, the benefits that women currently have. Mm-hmm. So for example, if you're a trans man, technically you might still be able to be, become pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, and currently, from my understanding, women can take maternity leave mm-hmm. up to, let's say nine months or whatever. So now that some women are transitioning to be men, that hasn't made me now able to take nine months off as a mm-hmm. as as a man. Mm-hmm. If you see what I mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's it, there's no change as far as I'm concerned. So women becoming men has made no change to me. Mm-hmm. But the other way around, I don't know if it's so much that it has changed any significant things, but I think it's the um, situation of when you have a loud minority, which is what people speak to sometimes. Mm. And I think that maybe the community of men have transitioned to be women are much more vocal in the, in that transition and in, in terms of what their uh, thoughts, feelings and expectations are for women from that point onwards, mm. which is what leads to impact in, in women's rights mm-hmm. or conversations coming up and... Mm where you now feel like, oh, potentially it's impacting your rights as a woman mm-hmm. because trans women are now dictating 
or speaking or they're holding the position of the voice yeah. in certain conversations, mm-hmm. which I said would always be an issue if you don't classify someone as trans and having trans be a actual classification and simply make people either man or women and push them into the binaries because there is a difference mm-hmm. to me personally. Mm-hmm. 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 And if you don't, re- if you don't recognize the difference, then you have to make broader brushstrokes on certain yeah. legislations and, or yeah. what, whatever it may be. I think, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. And I guess as a, as a, as a cis woman, I understand the fight, the feminist fight. That's why I brought it up because, and I mean, everyone that knows me and everyone that's been watching this podcast for a while knows that I'm not like the strongest feminist to be fair. Like there's like, there's some toxicity with that. Yeah. But I think that women have had a, like women have done a really long fight. We've had a long fight to get to Mm. where we are Mm -hmm. now. And it's just interesting that biological men, biological males are now coming in and trying to take a piece of what we fought for. And um, mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. no qualms with transgender women or transgender men, transgender period, non-binary or whatever, fighting for their own right. But it should be exactly that, fight for your right. It, and it shouldn't be something that by imposing your right is now reducing or taken away from another group. And I just can't, I just don't understand why that is so hard for them to get. Because online, if you say anything along those lines, like on TikTok, it's automatically, mm-hmm. you're against transgenders, you're transphobic. And it's like, no, it's not, it's not about being transphobic. You can, you can be and feel like you're whatever, right? But it's not fair it becomes unfair when you are taken away from a group that has fought so hard for the rights that they already have. Mm. And I think that when I spoke before about, um, in that transgender episode, when I spoke about things like forcing women to use um, gender neutral toilets, for example, and making Mm -hmm. like, in doing that, you are actually taking certain rights away from women. And those rights are things like safety, yeah. privacy. Yeah, you're impacting. Mm-hmm. You know, most places have a have a toilet that's already gender neutral. It's called the disabled toilet. Why don't you just change the name of the disabled toilet to the gender neutral toilet or non-binary toilet and then have or the other (laughs) or whatever and then just still have men and women and I know I don't know maybe people that are are not able-bodied might start to feel like their rights are being imposed on but then but how far do we go do you know what I mean yeah, I mean, it, it only goes in one direction. It only goes further. It can never go back. It can never you go can't back, yeah. give and then take it back away. It's that tiring. I, I, wrong. I, just, yeah. I just never thought, I mean, until I saw that those clips from that um, episode, I just didn't think that transgender women were even trying to get involved or try and be recognised on International Women's Day. You're not a woman. You're a transgender woman. But I don't believe... 
that there's a transgender day? Then create one. If you want to have your own, do you know what I mean? You want to be recognised. You want to have... No, but I think they. No, but I think a transgender woman wants to be recognised as a woman. Though. But you're not a woman because biologically you're not a woman. Yeah. Well, this is the... This is the conversation. I know, that I know, right and it's never going to end. Yeah, but you're not. There's two genders. Yeah, they subscribe to one of them. I mean, to me, the most, if you want to take it into something else to give it a, a different com- context, maybe that's more understandable. Mm-hmm. It's like if you look at um, Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. young, and then Michael Jackson, old, mm-hmm. obviously one is like black and the other one is white. He's still a black man. He identified as black the whole time, though, but imagining he didn't and he, he it was a transition for mm-hmm. him and he identified as white in the later part of his career. Mm-hmm. And then started to impact on the rights of white people from that point on. Mm. Would that be right? But the difference... That's ultimately the... the... I mean, no, but even biologically, race is a biological thing, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so even biologically, he would still be a black man. Yeah, I know, but arguably, so are trans people still their original biology. That's my argument. That's my argument. Yeah. That's my argument. If you... Yeah, but that, but that's that's you can't you can't change that fact. And I remember there was a time when I was talking to somebody about um, about this. And when when we mentioned the science part, they said if you're going to talk about science, then it's like a non-conversation. As in, there's no there wasn't a point it's, having it's, the it's conversation. Null, but I was it's like, null and void. It, it, it's 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 science is in such a way that it is either fact. or or fiction and according to biology yeah. you uh, are and that's why i said biological men and that and i i would mm-hmm, much rather mm-hmm. it be am i a transgender like this whole cis thing i don't like it i'd rather just say i'm a biological woman mm. and you are not <laughs> period you know what i mean but in mm. gender is is backed by science and scientifically you either have xx or xy chromosome you can do all the tampering you want to but that's what you are. If we're going to take it down mm. to gender, you can say you identify as something. I want to be something. I feel like I fit personality wise into another box, but biologically speaking, this is what I am. And I think people are losing sight of that and they're trying to turn this whole, oh, I feel like I should be, or I want to be, or I feel like my personality fits. They're trying to turn that into, no, this is what I am. That's not the case. I am a mm-hmm. I am a black woman. I will never be and can never be anything other than a black woman. Even if I try and act like it or I feel like I should be, my genetic makeup, they took my blood test and took my DNA, it's going to tell you exactly what I am. And that's it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I think people are fighting for things that you're, it's, it's... And you know what? I, I'm starting, no, to, I'm I, starting I, to think I, that it's so far gone that now they know it's stupid. Because in that same clip, oh, yeah, yeah. his was like... Okay, the BBC are trying to teach children that there's a hundred genders. One of the genders is something called astronomical something something gender, to do with the stars and etc. He goes, "What's the difference?" How does... I don't. I don't even wanna. We can go and do our research. Later. <laughs> he I goes, think we should do a whole. He goes, "If episode. that is if that is the case, if 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 we're gonna have a hundred genders other than man and woman, other than male female, other than XX and XY." I might as well turn around and say that I'm a black lesbian woman. Mm. 
I identify as a black lesbian woman, so now I'm a black lesbian woman. The woman was like, no, that's absurd. That's absurd. She was like, yeah, everyone that's always extreme. Likes. That's extreme. And he was like, no, 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 no. Because biologically speaking, this is what I am. The black girl was like, I might as well say I'm a fox. I identify as a fox. I'm a fox. She's like, no, because you're not an animal. You're unhuman. She goes, exactly. Scientifically, I am not a fox. So no matter how much I identify as being that animal, I'm still mm. a human. Likewise, you can be trans this. Yeah, you can identify. No one's saying that you can't identify. But biologically speaking, that's not what you are. You know? So anyway. So then where do you recognize these people then, for example? Let's say, for example, it's like um, scientist of the year. Mm. Or maybe it's a, well, I think I've answered that question in and of itself. Because I said scientist of the year. (laughs) Not male. (laughs) But like, you know how they split things by gender. So if it was male scientist of the year mm. and female scientist of the year. Mm. Do you do you still recognize these people as their biological selves so that they can be recognized for their achievements in, you know what I mean, in the no, world? Because they'll no, almost no, fall no, into no, a no, vacuum. Like, of... No, 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 no. Like I think achievements, I think it depends on the profession and area. So like in sports, yeah, there's a difference mm. between, because, it's, because the sports is linked to your your physiology. Your physiology and physio- physiology mm. is is biological. Mm. Um, it's not the same for intellect. It's not the same for talent. It's not. Do you know what I'm saying? So it depends mm-hmm. on the on the genre of whatever it is that is being, whatever. Um, but no, I think because I'll, I'll be honest when I when I when I look at people and people watching, I identify them based on gender, based on race, mm. things like that. So. Yeah, but I just don't see what is wrong with saying, just with it just being, I'm a transgender woman and that's it. There's nothing wrong with that. doesn't mean that you should now change it and make everybody else have to pander to your whatever, you know? Mm. Like, you're still a woman. It's just that you're a transgender woman. And I'm a biological woman. We're not the same, though. Because one is born with everything, X, Y, chromosome, genetic, everything. The other one, it's it's man-made, it's scientific. We're not the same. And I feel no mm. way in saying that. It doesn't mean that you have less rights. At what point would you say that you're the same? Because there's currently We're not a, the same. Um, apart from apart from maybe how we up. apart from how we look, maybe maybe the only way that we would look this the only way that we're the, the only place that we're the same is in the areas that you have gone and done your change. So you've gone and grown your hair out. And you're wearing dresses now and you're dressing a certain type of way mm-hmm. and you're taking hormones, t- tablets, so that you've got a bit more meat around the chest. You still don't have breasts, but you no, have but, meat around the chest. And your say... voice is a bit squeakier. Not all women have squeaky voices, no, but, but whatever. But so in that there's, sense, there's we're the same. In, in, um, but outside of that, we're not the same. Um, I believe it, it was India, I mm-hmm, believe. Mm-hmm. But there's scientists in India that have or that are researching and are oh, very close to perfecting the ability yeah. to, um, uh, what do you call it? Implant, transfer, well, I don't know which what it would really be, but to transfer a womb from a biological woman into a trans woman, like successfully so that they that. can Yeah, yeah, yeah I heard birth. about that. Yeah, I heard about that. So after that point, would that, would that be no. a woman? Because it's still, it's still artificial. 
it was taken from a biological woman to be put into you who is not a biological woman. So you might have it, but it's not, it's not yours. It was, mm, it was yeah. man-made. That's the point I'm trying to make. I don't think there's anything wrong with it, with being able to say, I'm a transgender man. I'm not a biological man. I'm a transgender man. And I think that's, there's nothing wrong with saying that, but it doesn't mean that you are a, in the broader sense, biologically, a man. You're not. If you were, you'd have been born mm. that way. That's that's all. Mm-mm-mm. I think I think what I'm trying to say is that one, believing that transgender people should have their own human rights, but just shouldn't try to have a say or right to the same rights as a biological woman doesn't mean that you're transphobic. Believing that someone is shouldn't be given the same overall name so being a transgender woman is not the same as being just a woman yeah believing in mm. that doesn't mean that you're transphobic it means that you're thinking log- you know it think. means that you're thinking lo- logically that's what i think in it i feel i mm. feel like when you start trying to do all the rest you're thinking from an emotional standpoint you're thinking about feelings but science mm. things like my physical autonomy is down to science it's black and white there's no gray there's no feelings mm-hmm, about it mm-hmm. it is what it is and i am a biological woman that cannot be changed a mm-hmm. biological a, a a transgender woman that gets a womb from a biological woman and has that implanted in their body like i said if they take the dna of that transgender woman it's going to come back and say this is what they are a biological man mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It might say a, biologi- the, a biological man that's been that's been tampered with, but it's gonna say biological man because that's your DNA, and I don't see what is so offensive is, about saying that. No, I almost just realised now as well. I agree in that I think, in terms of the descriptor, should be trans and not woman. Yeah, that's just a personal thing to me, though. Yeah, that's what I think. Um, but but in the in review of thinking about trans women speaking on women's rights, mm. I'm now also seeing the other side of the coin, which is that assuming that this is not like an obvious trans woman, not that that makes a difference to them, but assuming that this woman uh, is very much appearing as a woman mm. and living a life as a woman because that's how they've identified themselves to be. Yeah. Then anything that affects women by virtue now affects them so actually not necessarily that is the in, that is the incentive for not, them not to nece- want to have ne- a voice nece- on on not necessarily on issues pertaining to women i mean not on, necessarily but from but, an external standpoint maybe but not necessarily there's transgender men out there that think that they have periods Do you know how offensive that is to women that actually have wombs, that actually have real periods? You mean transgender women? Yeah, trans- sorry, transgender, transgender women. women that think sorry. that they have periods because that they take... Sorry, I'm loop. so sorry. Even me, I That's didn't right. realise. I, 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 I thought I said transgender woman. So when you was like, you mean, I'm like, it's not what I said, but I get it. No, um, like, but I understand, from my understanding of it is because they take hormones... So they mm-hmm. increase their estrogen and estrogen gives is what causes a lot of women to have those PMS, um, like cramps, mood swings, mm-hmm. etc. It's the increase in estrogen. 
that does yeah. that. And because they've got an increase in, in estrogen, they're experiencing some of those symptoms that are linked to estrogen. But having a period isn't the PMS. The period is the menstrual thing. It's the actual mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. stripping of the womb to dispose of the egg. That's what the period bit is. Yeah, yeah. And Mm -hmm. you can have, some women have periods without the PMS bit, but they still have periods, but you can't have, do you know what I mean? Unless you're like during menopause, you might have the PMS without the period, but more time, or you're on some sort of birth control, because sometimes birth control can trick your body into believing. Yeah, it does weird stuff to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them tricks your body into believing that you've ovulated and you're in in constant ovulation. And so that's Mm. why you don't actually have a period, but you might still, the increase of estrogen estrogen is still there so you will have the you're still pms you just won't have a period and stuff like that i don't want to go into the science of it but anyway so yeah like i actually saw your face flinch as well i know guys find that stuff quite uncomfortable slightly slightly oh. <laughs> um yeah slight but it's okay um, I won't. I won't go into it too much because it is a bit. No, can no, be no. Triggering. I wouldn't like, even. I like, wouldn't even. No, no. But that's like the not... actual period itself, it's women experience. Biological women experience actual periods. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you know, so when a transgender woman says that they're experiencing, it can be offensive because to, to some women, a period is very traumatic. I suffer. Mm. I don't know. I've not been diagnosed, but I'm going to go and get a diagnosis. But I get acute depression just before my period every time every single month about two to uh, two weeks two to one to two weeks before my period comes i am more susceptible to suicidal thoughts for example i get really emotional i'll be crying for no reason depressed i feel Mm. like my life is like like what is the point yeah and every month it used to catch me off guard. It used to, used to come and I used to feel like, oh, my anxiety is playing up. Like, I'll get really anxious. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I used to think my anxiety is coming up. Like, I used to, but then I started to track my periods and then I clocked that there's a certain window just before my period where my, my mental state is a different, it's, it's like I'm a different, almost a different person. Mm-hmm. And there's a condition for it. It's just an, it's an actual condition. Now imagine you're hearing that biological women experience, by the way. It's mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. biological women experience. So imagine now you experience that and you're, there's a transgender woman telling you, I experienced the same. No, you do not experience the same. Mm. You physically cannot experience the same because you're not a biological woman. Same thing with things mm. like fibroids. It's another thing that biological women experience. Um, PCOS, another thing that, you know, cystic ovaries, all that stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That we experience mm-hmm, to do with our um, reproductive system um, and stuff like that. So there's certain, I say all of this said, there's certain issues that transgender women will never, ever be able to say that they experience as well or that they Well, when understand. they're able to get their implanted no, womb, they no, might. no. No, because they're. I don't think that's even gonna work. Because I don't think their body will be able to host it like that. It's gonna... and their hips shouldn't allow for actual birth because men's hips don't. It's gonna. They're, they don't, they they're... do not support. Absolutely that. not. <laughs> You're gonna. But are they gonna stick? The that's ovaries, a problem that you get to when the you get the, in there the as spine. Because well? even because there's problems with the um, gender reassignment 
operation. Like I said last time, like mm. when they create the vagina, it closes up all the time because biologically their body was not supposed to have a hole there in the first place. So there's certain things. But with that womb, I think they're creating, they're just doing a whole, the whole, obviously not the whole, but. As much of it are they as gonna, possible. Are they gonna? Are they gonna transplant the hips and the whole section? Like, I would love to. Well, the hips might be a like see, a. a you re- see, when I was saying that people are taking God's work into their own hands, what are you doing trying to rebuild people? That's different. Nah, that's different. Nah, that's different. Nah, it's that's not, different. It's not different. It's no, not. I'm saying that is different from what I'm saying. Oh yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, yeah. Because that's crazy. That's that's next level. Trying to... But I did. But I did have a question though. Okay, go on. You probably won't know the answer, but yeah. I do want to see if you still have the app. You know, you're saying you had that spiritual app that nope, was supposed gone. to tell you your cycle and yeah, stuff. It's gone, it's gone. Okay. Well, I don't know if you remember the information or if you care to put it back in or whatever, but I just wondered if the app was saying that your cycle should be where this actual acute depression happens. As opposed to where your cycle really what is. What are you talking about? Are you talking about the universe? The universe. Remember you said you had the, the universal oh, app that, that was saying, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah your yeah, cycle's yeah, supposed yeah. to be no, here. No, it, it doesn't pinpoint that. Because I don't, because even though it takes gender. No, 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 no I'm saying, does, no, I'm saying, is the app saying that your cycle is where you're saying your actual acute no. depression is? No. Okay. No. It didn't even acknowledge that that was a thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because that would have been interesting. If you no. was like, oh, yeah, like, and then they, they line up, you're like, oh. No. See? No. No. See it there? No. No. Because, <laughs> I mean, even even down to, even down to, even down to menstrual cycle, yeah, your menstrual cycle is very individual to you. Like, some women have a 28-day menstrual cycle. Some women have a 22-day menstrual cycle. Some women have 21. Like, it varies. Some women have way, like, uh, and then some people- more irregular. Yeah, some have they can't even pinpoint it month to month. Some people de- dead ass have seven days worth of a period. Some girls, I had a friend who didn't even have it every month. I mean, some of us, like, I'm, I think I definitely feel like, <laughs> no offense if you're one of those women, but I feel like I'm God's favorite because I can tell you the day it's gonna start and it will start so mm. predictable. I can tell you the day it's gonna end, it's gonna end like it's very, and then on top of that, I've also blessed to have very short, very short periods. It's almost like God was rewarding me. Like, okay, fair enough. You're going to be depressed for like a week before. But it's all right. Wow. It's three days, four days, and it's over. Some women, here's a reward some women, for your depression. Yeah, here's a reward. Like, let's let's balance it. Balance. Let's balance it small. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But yeah, no, it's crazy. So yeah, it was just an interesting conversation. Um, and I know it's the same conversation that has been had about this. But I was just like, rah, this is exhausting. And actually, as a woman... I don't. I, I, as a woman. As a woman, why are you not cooking for your man? As a woman, <laughs> guys get on my nerves, mm-hmm. man. Tit for tat, it's crazy. <laughs> Titty for tatty. Titty for tatty. Did you get that from me? Because I used to say that. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I've said it I've, before. You just said tit for tat, and I just heard titty. I've said titty. I've said, titty, I've, said so t- I've said titty for tatty before somewhere. This what happens when you talk to someone for too long. Yeah. <laughs> but there was one one kind of list that came out in, on social media this week. I think released by the Metropolitan or something. Okay. Of like most dangerous places to live in the UK. 
Did you happen to see it? First of all, why is London not there? And how did Kent get It was a, This is what I was going to say. London because, ain't even no, on the I list. I actually replied. I actually, like, I saw it. I think it was Shadeborough that posted it. And by the way, I think Shadeborough have actually come off Instagram temporarily. Because I, I saw there's some, oh, really? there some pasa pasa between them and a UK influencer. Yeah, and he's the one that done... Oh. Have you ever heard of that sound on TikTok? I can't escape, I can't come out. Mama. Mama, me can't escape, me can't get out. Mama. Nah. I need to send it to you. Basically, this guy, I don't know what he did or whatever, but they they put him on Shadeborough because him and his boyfriend broke up. Okay, whatever. right, right, right. And they put it on Shadeborough. Um, internationals, especially Americans, you've got the Shade Room. In the UK, we have something similar called the Shadeborough, right? So, yeah. So, they posted it on Shadeborough. Next thing you know, he was like, I'm taking you, I'm going to file a copyright suit. I'm going to file a complaint. And he proper mm-hmm. did it. And he he um, posted the receipts from the email he got um, confirming that he's put his claim through. And next thing you know, I just see Shadeborough gone. Like, I don't follow yeah. them. I don't follow them like that. But I was like, oh, let, you know when you're like, oh, let me just go and pre a little. Because, you know, sometimes I'm a bit nosy. Like, let me go pre Shadeborough on Instagram. I didn't see them. Gone. They, were, they were nowhere to be found. Mm. I think it's got something to do with that. I can't remember the guy's name. If I do remember, I'll pop it down in the on the screen at the bottom and I'll probably send it to you off camera. But anyway, so yeah, Shadeborough posted the list and when they posted it, I was like, Kent. <laughs> and it's so Listen. funny because my cousin saw my comment. It's just like, sis, I was thinking the same thing because we've got family that lives in Kent, innit? And I'm thinking of all places, Kent and London didn't make it. You're going to tell me Peknam didn't make it. You know, well, Pe- Peknam definitely different Pe-Nam, now, isn't it? Because Peknam didn't make it. Brixton didn't make it now. Yeah, they didn't Nowhere make it. Nowhere south. Swear. Nowhere in south. Off the back of this, yeah. Where do you think is the mm-hmm. most dangerous place in London now? Because you know, back, back then it was it was Peknam, Peckham, or Brixton. Where would you say? Where it is, is now? the most? Well, well, well. I'm, I'm gonna assume. I'm a, I'm going to assume that this list. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I'm learning the, the Yoruba and the English and now I'm starting to that do was, pigeon. No, Amma, Amma is definitely American. I've <laughs> <laughs> got nothing to do in Africa. <laughs> Amma, um, I'm guessing it's the last year. So so let's just call it 2022 mm-hmm. is what they're trying to say. Because that can't be the all time, you know what I mean? No, absolutely so not. But, but I'm, not, I'm not asking you about all time. I'm talking like, Today, yeah, currently. so now, today, you, what, right now, what area do you think is the most dangerous in London right now? Probably, probably somewhere north, okay? Because you know what? I don't, yeah, think, prob- I don't think north really north, okay? Tell me where in north before I say what I'm gonna say, like Tottenham, Edmonton, mm, you know what? That, that. I think you're right. Because I was going to, the first place that came to my mind was Brixton. Yeah, but I've been around there recently. No, because Brixton, whilst it's, it's it's not really been gentrified. There's a lot more going on there. Oh, it has. It has. Not as much as like Peckham. Like when I, when I, like Prince of Peckham, like for example, Mm -hmm. when I went, Mm -hmm. I was like, it's not where it used to be. You it's wouldn't not. catch me. You wouldn't catch me in Peckham before by myself as a young woman. Mm, what? Mm, mm. It's dangerous. But Brixton, <laughs> after a while, I feel like Brixton can be dangerous after a while. I do think so. But when you said somewhere in North, I then realized that 
you know that wood green mm-hmm. yeah, tops in wood green wood green Tottenham that place ain't been gentrified like that it that ain't. place is still gangster it's still it's still you know what I mean the prices are going up but this, the, the, the market prices are going is still up, the prices untapped. are going up everywhere yeah but that's still the hood in North mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I agree mm-hmm. with you I agree I agree I agree I reckon it's up there but London didn't make it point blank. That's crazy. I'm and they still, said I'm the most dangerous shocked. place was Cle- Cleveland. I don't know where that is. I thought it was America. I, was I don't know where that is. I was thinking yeah. they mixing America with... But That's exactly I'm what I was like, where is I'm this not place? going to lie to you. The, sh- no, shocking, the most shocking place on the list for me was Kent. I said Kent? Kent. I don't know Kent like that. Not even Birmingham. Was Birmingham on the list? I'm just surprised that... London didn't make it, or at least a part of London, like an area within London, didn't make it. It's, mm. a, it's somebody from London that made the list, trying to give London. A you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to. Wait, here's the thing. I saw Kent and I said Kent, and I think Kent's in the top five, top ten, if my memory serves me correct. Yeah, North North Wales, Kent, Gwent, Humberside, South Yorkshire. Are you reading this from one to ten? No, this is okay. just uh, um, on Grime Daily. But it says these guys make up uh, numbers 10 to 6. There you go. Kent. In chronological order. Kent. Kent, still, you know? It's still bamboozling me. I'm sorry. I was like, Kent. Mad thing. But you know what it is? Kent's on the outskirts of South London. You go, f- like, if you... If from, so you uh, think from, it's the South people where, getting where, pushed out? From where we are, we're in East, mm. yeah? We've got to go from yeah, South yeah. to get to Kent. Kent. You know, when you once you start going over that Blackwall Tunnel, I'm sorry, under the Blackwall Tunnel and then places there, mm. you got to go through mm. there to go to Kent, right? That means you're going through South automatically. Mm, 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 mm. I think most people have started to move out of London, innit? And they're moving to the greater, like, at, outskirts of London. Kent's yeah, on the yeah. outskirts of London, innit? If you're in South London, I reckon you're more likely to move into, like, Kent areas because it's closer to you. It's not London, but it's still... You can still get into London from Kent from that side. So mm. yeah, all the all the people, all the hood people that now can buy a house, they're buying it in Kent. Well, buy a house. That might still be social housing, boy. It might still be it social might be housing. Creating, creating social housing in, in the Kent side. In Kent. Because Kent? I said Kent. Anyway. Mad. Crazy. 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 <laughs> I weren't ready for that list. That's all I can I'm, say. I'm, all I'm I, telling you the is... The number one came up and I said, I don't even know that place. You can tell me even till now, I'm still thinking about Kent. It's still like... Really? Okay. Well, if that's what you Kent said. and Gwent and Humberside. Anyway. And South Yorkshire. Anyway. <laughs> Have you seen... No, it's how it's not all of Yorkshire though. It's South Yorkshire. You see how South is bad everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> uh, there's bad in every area codes, man. Like from from someone from East H- Hackney used to be bad. When yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Hackney, Hackney was was rough. Rough. And then when you moved to North London, like you said, Tottenham, Woodbridge, Green, them areas rough south london you got peckham and brixton used to be rough it was west london no 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 nah. north, northwest northwest <laughs> northwest <laughs> northwest was problematic 
Like, like Housden. No, yeah, like Housden. Yeah, and, and, hey. uh, and Mary, um, not Maryland. Oh my God, I've lost the name of it. But all that way, yes. Just up there. Mm, Northwest. Yeah, it was, it was peak, North boy. Damn. Anyway, I guess thank God for gentrification, I guess. Mm, I don't know. I think every woman has pick meism inside them. Every single woman has pick meism inside them. Of course. It's, it's, if you, it's if you are a heterosexual, if you, if you are a heterosexual woman, I think automatically you'll pick me. You're either the, you, you're, I don't even think it only applies just I, for I, heterosexual women. No, I, I think, think it's I think all because pick meism is literally directly linked to I want to be picked by the guys. And it's either you're trying to mm. come across as nah, I'm gonna do me, because you wanna come across as the cool girl. You want to come across as the girl that's cool and don't really care about guys like that. But sis, even that in itself is it, self-righteousness. Mm. And you're trying to show that you're the better woman than the, the ones that don't. Than the other ones who are Which is a form of pick-me-ism. Yeah, it's a form of pick-me-ism. It's just not overt. Do you know what I'm saying? Or you've got the overt mm. one that's like, no, whatever guys say, I'm going to say what they say because... I want to be picked by the guys. I want the guys to like mm-hmm. me. But either way, you're, you're, being a, you're being at some sort of pick me. Do you know what I mean? In terms of what pick mm-hmm. me means. Mm-hmm. To me anyway, in my opinion, I don't want to say that's facts because some people get pressed by it. But like, <laughs> I feel like, yeah, women have been conditioned for so long to the point where even when you think you're doing something and you think you're doing it for you, more time you're probably doing it for the male gaze and you didn't even realize that it's for the male gaze i think that's only because women or rather feminism is pushing a narrative of women without men as if we don't coexist like the experience of being human is a coexistence yeah yeah, yeah. men men don't view themselves without women even when they say oh yeah i'm gonna do me i'm gonna build up my business da, da, da. it's so i can get a woman like we will say that i'm gonna become and the bold, best and biggest they'll boss say bold and so bad. that yeah, i can bold and yeah, bad. yeah we ain't got no problem yeah. we know exactly why we're doing yeah. what we're doing but women try to do this thing where they think that they can exist without us which I'm and i think it also referring to heterosexual yeah, women. yeah. but yeah and i'm like it, but you can't so just Know what you're trying to achieve and then achieve it. And, and I... But don't assume that you can do it in exclusion of yeah, men. Yeah, but it's fine. Let them think... In some let way... Let carry on thinking like that. It's very... Like I said, everything... Sur- like, people that think like that is surface level. They're not really deep in it. Mm. Um, women are very competitive. Extremely, oh, I know that. extremely competitive. That's why I said it's almost like... This is... That's why I said it's like... It's a form of pick like trying to be the, uh, mm. I'm, I don't really care how guys see me. I just, how I want to dress. You're trying to show that you're more laid back and you don't focus your life around men. Why? Because you're trying to prove that you're better than the women that do do that. Why? Because you want to get a man that's going to respect that. Exactly. But, so, you're, but yeah. you don't realise that you're doing it. So you're just, you know. But it's that, it's that competitive nature is what I think is, is what I think is the problematic part for women. With regards to oh, um, how they present in terms of in, in terms no, of dress. I think in terms of everything is problematic. I feel like women we are we are our own worst enemies. Like we don't come in solidarity. Like I can say something now, and if I'm saying something that doesn't 
align with the status quo on Twitter or TikTok, mm. it's women that are going to come at me fast more than anything. Yeah. Not the, not yeah. the guys. Do you know why though? You know, like how um, animals have like, usually it's one sex that is the one that courts the other one, mm. like tries to attract the other one for mating purposes, mm. like for, for survival. In humans, I kind of think it's both, but I think it's women. What do you mean? So like there's, so like, um, uh, you know, like the, uh, there's some bird, wait, wait, I've got the name. Bird of paradise. Yeah. yeah. There's a bird called a bird of paradise. And the man is the one that attracts the woman. Mm. Like he attracts the mate. He has a dance. The dance is inherited from his father. Mm. If he's got the moves, the woman comes. Yeah. If you ain't got the moves, she don't she come. Another another bird, a boa bird. Mm. Again, it's the male. Mm -hmm. He builds a structure. It's kind of not like wings, but it's like two towers, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And he stands in it mm -hmm. like a boss. If she likes the structure, that's her dude. Mm -hmm. He goes for mm -hmm. it. I was trying to find bear, but I couldn't. Because I wanted to find some examples of women. The only one I could find was the um, baboon. Mm -hmm. Where when they get fertile, you know, the pom-pom just swell up. And that's how pum, she attracts pum, the fat. man. Pum, pum, fat, you see? Mm -hmm. And the man just see it like egg mm -hmm. So in in those scenarios, it's like it's either the male or the female. I wanted to get some more females. I didn't. But I think in humans, I think it's the female because women do, women attract men. Yeah. I think men men do do what like these birds do mm -hmm. in terms of like a man tries to build the structure. Mm -hmm. A man tries to learn the dance. Mm -hmm. But I think the women also do that whole the baboon thing. And I think that's the part where, because there's no, there's no like limit to it mm. because we're equals and we're not misogynist. We're not trying to, you know what I mean? We're not trying to impose upon you. Everyone is just trying to have a standard, but because women are independent, then women are independent. You are in charge of yourselves. Then there's literally no limit. The sky is the limit. And because women are competitive, because this is what this is, it's a competition. You're you're fighting with the other people in your uh, sex mm. for the attraction of the other. Mm. But, you know, as, you know, as society has progressed, there's no limit. If I don't have big lips, I can fill them. If I don't have big tits, I can buy them. So there's no limit to how mm. you can become the sexual woman to appeal to the man that you're trying to appeal to. Mm. So that's why I'm like, yeah, the fact that you guys are in my opinion, from this small bit of research that I did, the ones who are trying to attract, and I can see you're competitive as hell, mm. and there's technology there to facilitate this in a not helpful way, mm. I don't feel like the end outcome will ever become anything good. I agree with you to an extent. I think that back in the day, it was exactly how you said it, how you said it is for the rest of the animal kingdom or the majority of the animal kingdom. Because back in the day, you would be in your mum and dad's house and guys will come to your house and try and present mm -hmm. the case as to why exactly, yeah. they should be your husband. And that's how it used to be. The moment fe feminism came into the game, um, and let's just be frank, it made women equal to men. It made women equal to men in all facets of life, including relationship. And as we've moved mm -hmm. forward, what we've got now is we've got, well, we've got a few things into play in, but mainly speaking, we've got, women in in droves i think who are single who are not getting guys coming to present themselves to them in that way um and so women are having to find other ways to try and get guys to 
pick me, <laughs> see me, find me, mm. like me. Mm. Mm. Um, and that competitiveness has grown as feminism has grown. Because now it's like, okay, not only can I, there was a, a time when it where women were proud to try and do everything, be superwoman. I want to know how to cook clean. I want to be sexy. I want to have loads of kids and I want to work and make a lot of money. Now we're moving into a mm. world where it's like, either I want to be independent or I want to make loads of money. And those that are in the middle yeah, yeah. are being looked down on. So it's almost like the, the competition is still there or it's getting bigger. But what it is that makes you the top girl, the, the head, the queen bee has changed. Um, mm -hmm. And simultaneously, we've got men who are who are almost being encouraged to be less masculine and more feminine um, and want to be picked. They want to be chased. They want to be pursued. They want to be proved yeah, to. That, they want to be proved yeah. to. Um, and so, and given the fact that it feels like, and again, I could be biased because I am a single woman, but it feels like there's way more women than there are men, right? It feels that way. So it's kind of like, okay, the competition is more fierce because there's way more women than there are men. Mm. Or it comes across as there's way more attractive women. I think that's the truth. To yeah. attractive men. So there's still, because I think when you talk about population, it's like, Almost 50-50. It's, it's 50 Almost 50-50, yeah. but like a point something, right? Yeah, it'll be decimals um, out, but yeah. But in, yeah, and I guess that's world population. If we were to take it, make it more local, it probably is less, to be fair. It probably isn't 50-50. But in terms of like attractive women or desirable women versus desirable men, it feels like there's way more desirable women. And so that's for, that's causing competition. I, so I heard this thing well. about like how how or and, and again it's averages but i think it was like to a man like 10 percent of the women would be he would deem attractive i think and then you could just assume that at, at most 50 percent of them would find you attractive back mm -hmm. but to women i think it's one percent how you think it's one i think i think it's definitely lower for women I think for, it's one, for sure it's 1%. but then on top of that I think that um, even though men would say, let's say, find 10% of women attractive, I think because of how much technology is available, mm -hmm. I think that there's probably an additional 10% who actually aren't really attractive to that man, but are made, they've made themselves to be. And a lot of the time, they will end up taking that man because they're more competitive and they also know that they're not as attractive as they present. I don't know. I, I just think that, I don't know about all of that because- Do you know what I mean? I'm reason, talking about reason, with the, like surgery, yeah, makeup. No, the, reason, the reason why I don't know, the reason why I don't stuff. know about all of that is because I don't have the figures and stuff for me to say conclusively that I- mm, No, 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 it's not conclusive. But yeah. I, think, I think that just as a single woman, with the experience that is that I have in terms of what is a, what is around me with, do you know what I mean? Yeah. The experience that's within my reach. <laughs> um, I, I do think that there's a lot more women who are that fit into what is desirable than men. Yeah, and no, I of think course. That there's, I think what's happening is that's where the whole women women have 
men have this is this feeds into the argument I had ages ago when I said women don't have as much choice as you think because what they are what women deem as the creme de la creme there's not a lot of that mm-hmm. there's not a lot of that yeah what mm-hmm. guys mm-hmm. deem as the creme de la creme there's a fraction or a ratio more than what do you know what I mean I think what and men then, and then, deem as the creme is a lot broader there's a lot more there's a lot more of it then no as in men accept more there's more tolerance uh, that men yeah, give to women than uh, what women give to men I don't men. know about that I don't know about that I actually don't know about that because the reason 100%. why I say that is because I think guys are a lot more if she doesn't fit, I don't want her. Women compromise way more. No, I think that's when they're picking. I think that's when they're picking up there. When they're going for when they're going for Miss Baddie, they're like, nah. If I'm going for a Baddie, there's no room for error. But if I'm just going, no, I think when it comes to relationship, I genuinely think when it comes to relationship, not dating, not sex, relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think guys yeah. do not compromise. If a guy. If there's something doesn't like about you, he he relegates you to maybe she's just a beat. She's not my girlfriend. She's not good enough. Mm. You can be the baddest baddie ever, but if you've got something about your personality that doesn't fit what he's looking for in a partner, he just won't make you his partner. He'll just be like, okay, this is someone to pursue for sex or someone to pursue for mm. casual mm. dating or whatever. But my girl, this is the standard. Mm. So I don't agree with you in that respect. Whereas girls, we might have a standard, but you know, I don't know. Maybe she, the standard, maybe she's realised that there's not that many people that fit that standard that are even available, that even well, that might not even want her back. The guys that are about, this is where they're at. Okay, I can compromise, I guess. I'm lonely. He fits this. Okay, I can turn up. And women, because we're more in tune with our feelings and we lead with our feelings, even if he's showing red flags because the others are so strong, she'll turn a blind eye to the red flag. So actually, I think women are more likely to overlook things and compromise than men are. When it comes to relationship, mm. when it comes to relationship, hundred percent women, hundred percent, we will overlook. Uh, I don't think so. You don't have to think so. I'm just letting you know my opinion, and I think I genuinely mm-hmm. think that, especially when you start talking to women who've been heartbroken, and they'll tell you, "Oh, do you know what? I knew that this guy was a narcissist, for example, but I ignored it because I wanted him so bad. Why? Because X, Y, Z, other things were aligning, so I overlooked this to have that." Mm-hmm. I don't think mm-hmm. guys do it like that. I think guys. No, they just look at guys, her and be like, "No, she's beautiful." Mm, yeah, but and she's nice. She's nice, mm. but when it comes to relationship, why do you think a lot of guys struggle to commit? They've met loads of beautiful women. They probably had sex with loads of beautiful women, but she's mm. not hitting what he. There's something he wants. Yeah, it's usually a mentality thing. Yeah, she doesn't have it, so he's like, "Yeah, she could be as pretty as sexy as she baddest, the baddest pom pom can be the fattest." Sex could be the baddest, but I'm not going to make her my girl because she doesn't have the mindset that I'm looking for. So men don't mm-hmm, compromise. Mm-hmm. No matter how. Oh, mindset. No, yeah, I, think, yeah, I, think, so, I think men go for no, mindset. No, you're, produ- you're trying to do semantics. I'm, saying, I'm, not, I'm, doing, saying, I'm not doing semantics. When I'm, talking, I'm, I'm saying that Venom, men are definitely Venom, more flexible Venom, than Venom. women. Men are not more flexible. When, based yeah. even, when I'm telling you about the... 10% of men, of women, when you're saying, oh, you think that 10% of women is what men want. I'm talking about looks, mindset, everything. Full mm-hmm, package, mm-hmm. 100% package. Yeah. 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 Women have less of that 100% package available to them. But we will compromise for 90%. Men don't compromise. Mindset is involved mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. part of the package. Yeah, you could be paying, yeah. but if you don't have the mindset, I'm not going to wife you, period. That means men are not flexible. Mm-hmm. 
they'll just they'll just relegate you to somewhere else. Okay, she can't be my woman, but she's here for a good time, not a long time. That doesn't make them more flexible. That just means that I'm talking solely relationship. I'm not talking about all the other types. Mm, guys are not yeah, guys are not more flexible. Guys are they're not. And women are trying to date like men. Women are now women are like you know what? I'm not going to compromise. If I want something, if I want a mindset, if I want to type a guy, I'm not going to compromise because mm. men don't compromise. And the reason, and another reason why women are doing that is because some women think that they are that person. They think that they're hundred percent and a man did not compromise for them. And so they realize that a lot of guys that I've been dating, they didn't compromise for me. And I think I'm, I'm the creme de la creme. That's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> mm. That means that some people are not valuing themselves properly. What they think is it, they're not quite meeting it. They're walking around delusional. So now mm. guys have not chosen them. And then they're like, oh, guys don't compromise, you know, because he didn't even choose me. They didn't even choose me. And I think I'm the shit. Do you see what I'm saying? So I'm going to start dating like guys now. Me too, I'm not going to compromise. Right? Hmm. So yeah, I, I can see why you might say men are more flexible, but I, I can tell you for free, I don't think guys are flexible, man. I think guys, they know what they want, mindset included. If you don't hit all of it, they're not going to wife you, period. They'll just use you for something else. You just have another use for you. Whereas girls, she might say all that she wants to say from now till forever that she wants a guy to be rich. Then she meets this mm -hmm. guy over six foot, tick, he hits hit height. He makes me laugh, tick, he's got personality. He treats me nicely. He treats me romantically. He doesn't have the money like that, mm -hmm. but he picks me up on dates. He buys me flowers randomly. He, he, he pays for my stuff. Next thing you know, mm -hmm. she's forgetting that he's not on 100K. He's not a six-figure guy that she originally had on her list. That's how flexible girls are. We will overlook things. Or worse... I don't know. That's not, or, that, or worse, that's not what I'm seeing in... Or worse... Not what or, I'm worse right now or, or, or worse... Or worse... Or worse... Money, maybe, maybe... Maybe money's not the right one to use. Maybe it's... I want a man with money. But I also want a man who doesn't cheat on me. Who treats me with respect. But because he's got the money... She overlooks the respect. And the cheating. And the cheating. Because everything else is connected mm -hmm. correctly. That's a better example. Mm -hmm. Did she not did she not compromise then? Because she did. It's just the value that she placed on the money is higher than the value that she placed on respect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A guy, mm -hmm. a guy can say, I want my girl to have the biggest bunda in the world. The biggest, biggest bunda. But she has mm -hmm. to respect me. The girl might the girl that has the big bum might disrespect him one day and he'll be like you know what I can't wife her but the girl that has a smaller bum because she respected him he'll probably go for her and that's mm -hmm. what I mean by men they don't they don't compromise on what they consider to be important some women probably mm. would if other things are connecting and it's all down to what they value yeah. it's all down to what they value but yeah I think um yeah, I think back in the day, definitely men were the ones that would present themselves and women would just be like, almost like a regal creature, a princess. And a guy will come and he'll be like, I got all of these, I got all this money. I got all this, that. Look I can, all that this, is the, built. this is the life I can give it's you. Like the this is the life I can yeah. give you. I've, and she, I've built all And then this. she'll be there going, that one is making slightly more, this one, okay, now, okay, okay. Well, they're all making the same time. Okay, which one is more good looking? Da, 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 and women will start picking. Or their family will help them to pick because, you know. Mm-hmm. The family definitely now we've back, created yeah. competition within ourselves because we've told ourselves that we're the same as men and that's called, called yeah now you're not even in there with the family doing doing up 
princess lifestyle. Now you're out in the streets. Out in the streets trying to... Trying to fighting each other. Yeah. Yeah. Because you ain't got no structure. Yeah. And that's that's my point is why have women not created a structure that serves them better than what they hated that came from men? I don't think the original feminists ever foresaw that this is the world that we would live in now. I think that they were mm-hmm. literally fighting for equal rights in certain areas, education, employment, um, voting. voting. They they weren't... Feminism has turned into something completely new now. The, the, I don't think they were looking... I, yeah. I don't think they ever fathomed that we would reach a point where it is now in the way that it is now. And... Yeah, I think I think that's what it is. I think it's one of them ones where you where you make a mistake. Not that I'm saying feminism was a mistake, but where you make a mistake, or at some point you realize you've made a mistake, like it's gone too far. Because you, you can't end feminism, no, so it's you here just have now. to keep running with the baton. No, but I mean, like as in, you can't say, "Boom, we've achieved what we wanted to but achieve." But they haven't. Like, let's chill. And then, do you know what's funny? They haven't. Know, they haven't but, achieved what they have because we've got women in Yemen who don't have a right to anything. There's women around the world mm. that don't have the equality that we have here in the Western world. It's just that as they're still fighting for that, we're still running, but we're running to where exactly? That's the only problem. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, yeah. Um, and in the black community, a lot of people are walking around uneducated, calling things, in what sense? calling things feminism or coming up with ideas and and theories and ways of life and beliefs and running with it and people are following it without really sitting down and thinking about it like okay this thing that I'm believing in to what end I'll take men are trash the men are trash movement for example on the face of it it might sound like it's a good idea to tell guys that they're trash but you're the same women that are now single Mm. and men don't want you because it gets extreme so and then you're crying that guys are acting a certain type of way they're sassy they're this they're that that. men are now fighting for their own voice because you started it you started it by saying that men are Mm. trash Mm. Mm. you started painting every man with the brush of the minority and then Mm. and now men are now and the brush and the brush of your bad experiences sometimes it's not even your experience Sometimes, Sometimes somebody yeah. else's experience and you two, you've now added your own two pence and you've turned it, you've made it your business. And then now that men are fighting for themselves, you now you're calling them sassy in return. But what do you expect them to do? Sit down and take mm. it. <laughs> like, especially, especially when you think about the fact that men have been so used to having a say and being the ones that decide. Yeah. And then you're now telling them you lot are trash. You think they're going to take that line down? Mm. No, they're not. They're going to say what they want to say. And then you're now going to in turn say what you want to say. Last week, I spoke about that conversation around um, my phrase, as, as, a, as a man, it shows, yeah? And the men got triggered, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Upon reflection, I still think what I said was fine. I'm not ever going to take it back. Not on this occasion. However, it made me realize, it made me think a lot more deeper about how did we get here? And fundamentally, men are fighting and talking more because we asked them to. Or we baited them to. Mm. Now they're talking more. You're saying they're sassy, they're feminine. But we started mm. it. <laughs> Why are they doing up podcasts? Oh, because they need to talk about because all of the things that are now happening yeah, in the world. because women have been talking. I mean, women, we've had podcasts. It just wasn't recorded for time. Go to her head, just says women are talking. Girls get together, girly mm. nights in. What do you think we're doing? We're talking. We're just not recording it and, and broadcasting it anywhere. And then mm. we get, and then as soon as we had Twitter... And women are now doing it on Twitter, talking and tweeting. What do you think the guys are going to do? They're butthurt. Of course they're going to come out and start talking. 
And then now we've... And you know what's mad, yeah? The dating scene is not going to change until two things happen. First, we're not, we need to get out of, of hookup culture, but we're not going to get out of hookup culture until men and women start talking to lift each other up and start listening to actually mm, understand, mm. not listening to prove a point or argue for their gender. And until each, until the genders come together in unison and come together and they're cool, it's going to forever lead to can't trust men, can't trust women. So because we can't trust each other, what do we do? We're just going to hook up. We're not going to get into anything. We're not going to allow ourselves to get deep and get into relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. that's, what's, that's, that's the two things that's going to fix. The two things that's going to fix. Uh, that's, those are impossibilities, though. We've gone too far. Yeah, genders, genders seeing eye to eye is impossible because we're, if, if, in fact, we're even fracturing into more genders. You know, if you see what oh, I mean. God, yeah. So it's, it's, you, you can't, you can't. The Bible yeah, said this would happen. The Quran said this would happen. Sorry to bring faith, but I have mm. to bring it. Yeah, part really. of the end, and part of the signs of the of time coming to an end as we know it is men and women not working in unison and fighting and trying to fight each other's their own corner. Mm-hmm. And not realizing declining, that they are literally two sides yeah, of the same in, coin. Yeah, literally declining relationship. It's a battle of um, but relationship. This is, this is, you know what? I would love. I wish there was like an us, but we need to branch out in it. We need to be doing no, up, I mean, like unpick Nigeria, unpick Ghana. Well, we're, we're, I would love to speak to basically our equivalents in 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 non-Western cultures to know how how things are at the ground level. Things are still. Do you know what's funny? It's like obviously I'm very in touch with my culture. And a lot of the content I see actually is from podcasters from, say, Nigeria, for example. Mm-hmm. They have dating issues as well, but that's because those cultures are heavily influenced by the Western world. They look up to the Western yeah. world. Mm-hmm. So what they're mm-hmm. seen in the Western mm-hmm. world is influencing them. They kind of emulate, yeah. yeah. So it's actually, it's not great over there either. Yeah, men are trash. Men are trash, all. <laughs> this happens. And I can imagine. You know what? But that's what I want to. The awareness yeah, of hear. nowadays, like, is mad to an extent. You say that knowledge is power. I say that knowledge is power, but that sort of power causes demise because now we've got people who are hyper aware of everything, and because you're hyper aware of everything, you're making decisions based on that. And a lot of the time mm-hmm. you're isolating yourself and stopping yourself from having a community and relationship because of everything that you know. Um, people are not taking as many risks as they were in terms mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. meeting someone, getting to know them, getting into a relationship. Now it's like, oh, I'm very happy to risk my sexual health or my mental health by just doing mm-hmm. culture, not realizing. It's because it's because it's because it's like, if you're going to get into a relationship with someone, then you know, you're going to have to take pictures and maybe post them online. and da, 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 da. Like there's, a, there's a whole, there's a whole, yeah, but I mean, dating someone is such, it's a much bigger deal, I think, now than it has ever been because there's people that, who I've dated in, in the past when social media was not such a thing or people who I've hooked up with but like thought, oh, they might be a, a partner, potential partner that I, that I wouldn't necessarily have wanted to do all of that whole posting malarkey with them because I wasn't 100% sure. I was just going in to see like, what type of person is this? I don't think there's that room for experimentation so much because- No, there is. There's a there's almost, I, I, I feel like there's a negative connotation 
Nah. Of, oh, you don't post me. Nah. You haven't, I think, I I'm think, not official I think, and all think, of that kind I of stuff. People are having official relationships and not posting each other because you don't have to. You've got people that mm, yeah, you've course. got people that don't buy into social media. They don't believe in posting my life on social media. Hi, I'm one of them. Mm, if you go on mm. my Instagram, I can't remember the last time I actually posted. This year, I can't remember the last time I actually posted. But I haven't posted nothing this year. Especially since we've got unpicked as its own Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I posted nothing. People people are even messaging me. People that know me are like, damn, we've not seen you. Like, is everything okay? Everything is fine. I just don't think to post my life online. Every Anything single, I post online, yeah, more time, like, it's, hap- it's a past fit. It's something that happened already. It's not real time. You know, my feed is dead. The last thing on my feed is a, is an unpicked thing before we have the unpicked podcast. I don't post like that. You might be lucky if you see a story mm. and even then it might be another meme or something that I found funny. It's not of me. It's not of my life. No one knows what's going on. But then you've mm, got some mm, people mm. that post everything online, right? So there's a spectrum. And you feel mixing, if you're in a relationship with someone that doesn't post things, then you might not want to post. There's also the idea of if you post things, people have evil eye. So I'm not going to post it because I don't want people to ruin it. <laughs> so I'm just going to mm, keep it to myself. Yep, yep, There's too. people not posting because if they post it, then their women are going to come in their DMs as a woman and tell them that their man has been with them. Ooh. There's loads of guys that don't want to post their girl because they're cheating. They've got other girls and they don't want the other girls to know that. There's a whole host of reasons why people are not posting. But I think the... That's a very minuscule mm, part of the Reason. of the bigger mm. picture. The bigger picture is people don't trust each other anymore. Yeah, for sure. People are focusing on the negatives a lot more. People are too busy trying to fight their opinion and their corner than to listen mm-hmm. to the other side and understand the other side. And they've been pushed into doing that because for so long people have people have tried to understand each other, I think. But because now you're almost forced to listen to other people, people are trying to fight back. It's like similar to like the LGBTQ conversation we originally had, where you said people mm-hmm. should have choice to agree or disagree. And right now it feels like you don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. People, when people are pushed into a corner and there's nowhere to go, what do they do? They explode. Yeah, they fight. Yeah, yeah, so people are fighting. So you're hearing a lot more outrageous things and people are not taking time to listen because they feel like they've had to listen for so long. So now they're like, fuck. Again, now, as well, so because there's like, no figureheads as and well. And it's like, F you. I'm just going to do what I, I'm going to mm. say what I want to say. And I don't want to hear your side. I don't want to know. I don't care. You need to hear what I have to say. That converse, that Twitter feed, that Twitter thread after what I said, when I read through what people were saying to each other, I was like, rah, people are just fighting to be heard and they're not listening to understand each other mm. anymore. So how can we have community and relationship if people are not listening to understand? People are just listening to argue their That's, point. Yeah, this is just a general, this is just a general thing as well. Yeah, culturally. Yeah. Because I, I had this po- this post that, um, sorry, a post. I replied on a post. There was a post of this guy, like a, not a meme, but you know, just one of them silly videos. Mm. And it was basically this black guy who is gay living in Jamaica, or he was saying he was Jamaican, but he wasn't. He had a he had a strong African accent. So I said, oh, that guy's definitely not Jamaican. And I think I said he's Nigerian. Because mm. he his accent, he spoke like this guy, a friend of mine, who's gay and Nigerian. And they and it had a he has a very particular way of speaking. Yeah. So I was like, this guy sounds exactly like my guy. Anyway, he wasn't uh, Nigerian. At the right at the end of the, the video, he said something in tree, I'm guessing. 
which alerts people to think that he's Ghanaian. Mm. So anyway, my comments there. Someone replied, oh, no, I don't think he's um, Nigerian. I think he's Ghanaian. And I was like, oh, is it? Because I have a friend who sounds literally exactly like this guy. And she's like, no, he speaks such and such language right at the end of the video. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Every day ever since someone is commenting on this thing, oh, no, he's Ghanaian. He's Ghanaian. Oh, no, he's Ghanaian. He's not Nigerian. He's Ghanaian. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's, it's in the, you can see it. Mm -hmm. I said it, and then someone says, no, he's gone in. Like, that's the first comment. Mm. This thing has, like, 50 comments of people telling me this guy is gone in. I'm like, guys, why are we here? Mm -hmm. This conversation has already been had. Mm. But everyone is so concerned with, I've got to tell this person I need that to argue my this point. guy is not. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, I'm not arguing with anyone. I said, I thought, and then this person but told the, me where. I've seen it. I'm like, oh, Part cool. of the reason why we've come to that point is because we, like, having this podcast has exposed us to people feeling that they have to try and prove us wrong for our opinions. So we've we've both come to a point where we're like, you can fight amongst yourself. I don't need to argue with you. I believe mm. what I believe and that's mm. that. You can believe what you believe and that's that. I don't need to prove myself. I don't need to explain myself. We've spoken for an hour and a bit. If you want to hear more about what we had to say, watch the episode. <laughs> mm. That's that, yeah. But a lot of people out there don't maybe don't have the outlet to do that, haven't come to that realisation. Um and everyone is an everyone feels like they're an expert in something. And like I said a few weeks ago, they don't realize that it's everyone's just got opinions that they're sharing. And you can learn a lot from listening mm. to somebody else's opinion. Do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, every everyone right now on social media, I don't think they're not everyone, but pe those people that like to argue their point and not listen, mm. they're not then they're just not taking the time to understand another perspective or listen to the other side. They're just in their thing so deep and they feel like almost convicted to fight to the end for that. Literally. For that thing. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's very interesting. I, for one, I miss the days where guys, because this, the way the dating scene is now, it wasn't always like this. I remember when I was like, single properly beforehand and this was like over a decade ago now the last time i was what is that sorry what does that what does that mean when i was single properly yeah like as in like not dating anyone not talking to anyone just like single single 10 years ago so you're talking to someone because this is what you're insinuating what you right now that's none of y'all's yeah. business 10 years ago <laughs> 10 years ago the dating scene was different to what it is now so uh -huh. when I'm talking about like before my long-term relationship, before the guys I was seeing before, before my one year hiatus, that was 10 years mm -hmm. ago. The dating scene wasn't as it is now. Even then it was still very much like, it was a little bit of girls thinking guys are whatless um, and stuff and feminism was still there, but guys still pursued girls in the way mm -hmm. that you're saying, do you know what I mean? And girls still like, you know, now it's like, I don't know. And 10 years ago, there was Twitter, but it wasn't how it is now. There was no TikTok. Instagram was a yeah, new thing. Yeah, it was different, man. It was a different time. I say 10 years. And the thing is, I mean, like you can't 12, blame I mean, any of like these 12, things for this shit. Maybe more like 12 years ago. Maybe more like 12 years ago, I'm talking, not 10. Yeah. Mm. So like, it's, it's, it's a different... And I'm still stuck in that old time. So I'm like, this isn't... I don't understand this era of... Like, even... Online dating sites, yeah, they've just become places to hook up. Like you can't expect to meet someone mm, serious mm. online on any online dating app 
website? I don't think I would. Uh, I tried and then I quickly realized that. And that, this was at the beginning when it hadn't cemented itself as a hookup place. Mm-hmm. I just tried and I was like, oh, she's hot. No. Okay, cool. Yeah. She's hot. No, she's hot. But this is definitely not like, well, you're okay, cool. And I was like, this is dead. Because if it's a hookup thing, I definitely much prefer to just meet people like out because I'm I'm attracted to the whole package. So if I'm seeing you, mm. I already see the aura. I know that I'm interested or not. Mm. I don't need to see a pretty face, then meet you and be like, that's not the energy. Like, I, it's very particular. Mm. I mean, ev- so, everyone's particular for them. You're, you're <laughs> nothing special. <laughs> what are you? In a, not in a rude way. What? Nah, that's you how heard most her, you people... heard her, guys. You heard her. No, nah, I'm just saying, you know, because like that's how most people move, innit? Like, 